0: Yeah, clearly not the case.
1: Cool. So, let's get started here. Do we want to start in prayer or no?
0: Um, Sure. Do you want to do it? Yeah, sure. Cool. Uh, In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful, and kindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy spirit, and we shall be created.
1: We shall renew the face of the earth.
0: Amen. Uh, St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Amen. Great! So, welcome back, everyone. To we are not that smart. It's been quite some time since we yeah. since we did one of these. I think we found like probably a new over two months. Yeah, yeah, over two months. Um, I think we just got pretty busy. Longer. Yeah, longer than two months. <laughs> but uh, just super busy. But I think we're uh, yeah we're excited to kind of start. Is this technically is this like a new season? Yeah, I think this should be season season two. two. Season I two. I was thinking we're about that this morning.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like this should definitely be season two, episode one.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that's good. Season two, we'll have some more guest speakers on. Yeah. Um, I
0: was thinking too, we could do eight episodes for each season. Oh, interesting. So, like We don't do week one or week 10 or something like that. Yeah. Or And then we just like give a little wiggle room, but then like every quarter it's like a season. Yeah. What do you think? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You'll think on it. Yeah.
1: I will think on it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so Taylor and I had a pretty cool opportunity um, this past this past weekend. Um, we were invited to go build a house uh, for some homeless, semi homeless people. Yeah, they're homeless. <laughs> they're, they're homeless. Like,
0: well, their their house was made out of like scraps. Yeah, it was, it was like, really small, and it was made out of scrap. So it's like a mix of cardboard and
1: wood, and um, like tarp, there was a tarp, like on a blue top. tarp. Yeah, to cover um, for the rain. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm.
0: small. It was probably like four feet by six feet.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they had um, five people living in that. And it was a dad, a mom, two boys, two little girls, and then little baby.
0: So I couldn't figure out how many of them were. It was five. Are you Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I talked to the. Guy, Jose.
0: It, it was like anywhere between three and seven. Like I could not figure yeah, so, out. Yeah, because they're um the,
1: the the grandma lives like down the street or up the hill or whatever, and so does the brother. And he, I think he has two of his own kids.
0: And those were probably the kids that came over. There was like the boy with the hat.
1: Yeah, there were. I think there was like eight kids or so, like in total, like throughout yeah. the day, just kind of between
0: know. the ages of like probably like nineteen, eighteen, if you consider that a kid, and then like. Probably not even one. Yeah, not little, little the little baby, baby was... Like six oh months, no. maybe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So, we were invited to... This was in... It was close to Tijuana in Mexico. And um, we were invited um, by a friend to go down to to build this house. So, a pretty pretty large group of us went to to go do this. And it was... Um, it was pretty intense. Like, I don't know. Like, it's the second time that I do it. Um... It's your probably third or fourth.
0: Um, I think I've built, I built like three houses, helped build three houses in high school and then just built my first one with this group two days ago.
1: Yeah, so it's an interesting experience, at least I find. Kind of just going down there. Um, it's always interesting when you first get down and like get out of the car. and I'm just like, oh my gosh, because they're just living in this, like six by four kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, oh my, this is like the size of my bathroom. Yeah. Almost.
0: I, I think I was like driving because we could talk about driving down first oh, and yeah. like getting up to that place. You I think were struggling. The, the two biggest, well, <laughs> yeah, I get car sick and thankfully <laughs> I did pretty well. But I was you really did. nervous about getting sick on the way down and I was like, oh dear. So I was listening to um, Cardinal <laughs> St. John Henry Newman's autobiography. Excellent. Um, <laughs> and then I think I listened to some Baroque music as well. Um, went to McDonald's real quick, crossed the border. I think that, well, three biggest shocks. The first biggest shock was just re-seeing or maybe seeing for the first time how compact all the houses are and how makeshift they all are. I don't know if you noticed it as we were driving down, but just like the cities are all connected, almost like Tetris blocks, you know. And I think you can pretty much always get to the roof. And a lot of them look like they were just kind of made, you know, however. And I don't know how the groups collaborated initially to get like the structures together, but it, it looks like it was a team effort to kind of get all these things together. And they were all just made out of I mean, y- you could say garbage, you know, y- you could say it was made out of garbage. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure they purchased some of the like more establishing sort of pieces because you can do that and stuff down there.
1: Yeah, I think like on the way there, there's like a favela apartment looking kind of things like on, oh. on the roads, you know, like on the hills built built up. Not, kind
0: of, yeah, not, not that last one. Right. The really developed one. You're not talking no, about not, that. one. Not that
1: apartment complex. No, we, we were still like on the way and you just kind of see how they. Yeah, like what you're saying, they kind of just build almost like Tetris, just kind of put it all together. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> well, that was interesting. What shocked me with a dog, like, I always forget that in Mexico, there's just so many dogs. Oh, really? We ca- we count. Oh, were you like, listening? Oh, yeah, you yeah, were listening I was to the count. Yeah. Just, like oh 120.
0: We got to like 137. And driving probably 45 minutes. Yeah. I think was probably about the length we yeah. drove. So that 137 was 137
1: really dogs, just kind of. Anyway, that's just kind of a funny
0: point, yeah. but um, well, I think the one of the worst though, the worst for me for sure was like driving up to the house and seeing how small it was. Yeah. Like that was the worst thing <clears throat> for me, but the second worst for me was driving through the sewage just right on the main road. Yep. That was awful. Yeah. That was that was I think out of everything, that's the one that like made me want to like go down and change things. Even more yeah. so than the house, just yeah. because it's like how undignified and they're is just it? walking they're just walking like around it they kind of like yeah. step around it no one's like walking through it of course but they're just walking around But there's like restaurants yeah. there's like
1: little tents like restaurants all along that like road like right there yeah so there it's it was this road like if you can imagine this road kind of off the beaten path a little bit and um it's before it's the road you use before getting into this little town where we build these houses the little town is called Los Niños and this road to get there um is just a dirt road and the sewage just kind of drains into the road into the road and and it's just it's like their main road so there's a lot of like restaurants of, and the restaurants there are just like pitch up tents basically like little what do you call them easy ups right
0: okay. um like fruit shacks are on there too yeah fruit shacks taco
1: stands like it's all seafood right there. Stu- it's all there right on that road and all this sewage is just going through and you're just like what in the world
0: yeah that was pretty gross so i think that was probably my the the most sort of striking moment on like change but the most yeah the most like knock you off your seat moment was seeing how small that house was
1: yeah because you man yeah because like you (laughs) you like get down and there's like a concrete slab where we're going to build the new house and then you see the old house and it's like oh my goodness and it's just I did you go in no, so I went in. no. When did you get to go in? So because I, I was talking to Jose the, yeah, the, the, the dad the, the, dad, the yeah. dad a lot throughout the day he was kind of yeah you know talking to me or whatever. and he went in to go get
0: like water or something. They don't have running water um, either. Um, they have this big like probably 80 90 gallon thing that they wash their hands with at mm-hmm, least mm-hmm. that was on the side.
1: Yeah, they wash their hands with it and then they have like another kind of couple gallon thing where they like drink from. Um, so he like went in to get a cup and like, he like opened the door and I was just like looking in and it's just, I mean, it's like maybe two, two thirds of this, of this room that we're in right now. So you could fit a, he had like a, like a a queen size bed in there and then like a, a, like two, three chairs and then like some storage, like shelf thing. And that was
0: it. So I thought the kids... The kids didn't like sleep in the other corner because I got like a quick glimpse inside as I was just sort of walking past. I wasn't trying to look in because I didn't think that was very respectful. Mm-hmm. He didn't like invite me in, so. Sure. But like a quick glimpse of like in the back left corner, like these. There's
1: like a bunk. Is that of for the some kids? sort? Yeah. It, I mean, it might
0: be. I don't. Okay. I,
1: I don't know. I didn't really get to see if there's like a mattress or anything on there. Yeah. So. Um. Anyway,
0: it's super tiny, and you know. Yeah,
1: it was just pretty shocking.
0: Um, I assume they just spend a lot of time outside or I like think inside, so. like, sleeping. Like, Yeah. I, there's not a whole lot to clean, of course. No. So. Yeah. They have a lot of land. Like, there's They a, do.
1: It's like a hill. I mean, it, there's nothing on it. It's just dry, kind of How much overgrown th- weed and grass. It's
0: pretty i mean i i it's probably not very pretty the rest of the year no. but cuz of all the rain it was very pretty yeah a lot
1: very green yeah. the view is very green but but yeah. mostly it's very dry like very dry down there yeah so this rain that we've been getting has also gotten to them and and it's been very green but um it was cool like we got down um the project or the 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 organization we do this through is called project mercy so if you want to look them up and, and join one of the the groups sometimes I go down there's called Project Mercy and um we go with this guy named Mike um who's
0: built over two hundred houses and which is pretty epic. Like yeah. Pretty legendary. And the more veteran folks there are pretty legendary. Just watching them kind of put it together and stuff. Yeah the, really cool.
1: Yeah, like we all we all got down, we like gather up, we say a prayer, we introduce the family to to,
0: to everyone. The
1: host family, particularly though, the one that gave the money. Right. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. The, the the family that gave the money did come down with us this time. Um, and we're there, you know, the house costs $7,000 to build something like 7,500 mm-hmm. bucks to build. And so there's a host family or a donor family that puts up the money and then they get a bunch of volunteers to go down and build it. So
0: we had like 30 people right yeah around
1: their 20 20 yeah. something 24 25.
0: it was a pretty even mix i think of kids and adults yeah. probably like a third kids yeah and then two thirds were like over the age of 20 21 yeah yeah
1: so it was neat and you you just start going it was like 8 30 and yeah
0: kind of dishes out instructions mike did and not not many though yeah. you know like he's just kind of like you know um one of the guys kevin is gonna go and do a lot of the, uh, like, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The gables. And then, which are like the roofing kind of parts, right? Like the front and back roofing is what he did a lot of, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone doesn't know what gables are, I, I learned too on Saturday. Well, kind of, lem- I'm learning like right now cause I'm like putting two and two together that yeah. gables means what he was doing. It's like
1: the, so the front and the back things that hold up the, the, the two by fours where we can then nail in the roof basically. So it's, yeah. it's the triangle thingies. Yeah, the triangle thingy. Kevin would probably be like, "Oh my gosh, this is guys. like the best way to put yeah, it." Yeah, the triangle I think. thingies.
0: So, um but yeah, we didn't yeah, not a whole lot of instruction. You know, some folks are painting, other people are working and building, and then there's this one little side thing doing the gables.
1: Yeah. So, we built the walls, Taylor and I yeah. kind of worked on that team just kind of Yeah. which is I had never knew that that it's it's pretty simple like it's, you v- it's very it, simple. It's a bunch of two by fours, yeah. like nailed in with other two by fours. You make like a structure and then you just put a, some plywood in there and,
0: and there you go. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I think, I think a good analogy for those that are confused about how you can even like build a house in one day and sort of how that works. Um, Cause it's almost like magic to someone on the outside kind of looking in mm-hmm. um but I think it's a lot like pr- playing like an instrument that's pretty complicated looking like I don't, I don't know I would say a violin kind of looks complicated to me yeah using like the little the bow the bow yeah exactly and then hitting the strings just right to make like a beautiful sound um and I didn't just say that because the nun had the violin <laughs> oh at the <laughs> but, convent but afterwards. yeah but yeah I I like once you learn how to you know Play a violin, you're good, and it doesn't look like magic anymore. I think it's the same thing with building a house.
1: Yeah, because 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 once we, I mean, we started at eight thirty, and we had the we had the structure, like the walls, like yeah, maybe two, two hours, two hours in, yeah, like we had the walls up, and we were gunning it down to the <clears throat> concrete with that twenty two. I, I missed it. Oh, you missed it. I didn't hear
0: it. I don't know why. So it
1: th- the so I was talking with Mike, and usually it's a much louder like. Kind okay. of bang. Yeah. But he got this one for Christmas. It's like a brand new gun or whatever that someone gave him for Christmas and it's much quieter and nicer. So yeah, but but we had the walls up in two hours and you just you stand back and you're like, oh my gosh, like it's the, pretty cool. The walls are up. Yep. Like the walls are up on this thing. And and another reason we can we can do these things in eight hours, right? Because we were there from eight thirty to three thirty ish. I think we left four. at four, not that mm-hmm. it matters. Um is because it's not when we say house, it's not like um, your classic kind of suburb kind of looking. At, it's there are there are tool sheds in in <laughs> there are tool sheds that are there are probably around this size or, or bigger. It would be a
0: pretty big tool shed, yeah, but still, yeah. yeah so like, I
1: think it's it's maybe like a
0: studio or a um, little less. Yeah, I think you could probably describe it as like a studio. I think Kevin mentioned it was like sixteen feet by fourteen feet, so. Yeah. Pretty big. And then there's a loft, too, which is going to add some more square more footage. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what we'd be looking at, you know, fully for square footage. But, yeah, I would say it's about the size of, like, a suburban, like, kitchen and bedroom or a kitchen and living room space with, like, a loft on top.
1: Yeah. I'm going to try to, like, look up um square footage because I'm curious now.
0: Yeah, right. Um So, but just to describe the place a little bit, you know, you walk in and there's this sort of entrance, sort of space, and then if you go to the left and walk maybe five steps, you're into a room that we built, so more walls went up inside the four walls, and a little room was built um, without a door, so they could maybe add the door if they see fit to, and then if you take steps back to the front of the door again and and don't go in that room. And that room is pretty small. It's about as small as maybe their their house was at the time, Um, you know, that that, that one room that we built. And then you go right and it's this open space. There's no like room-like space there. It's just open. And then at the end of it, there are stairs. And so there were stairs that were built, I think, before we even got there. And you walk up the stairs and then get to the loft, which the loft kind of takes up pretty much all of that space. So it's mm-hmm. almost double the space. Yeah. So
1: I think in total, it'd probably be somewhere around, like including the loft, somewhere around 400 square feet. That sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. I think it's like 200 plus the loft gives it, gives it like another, another
0: yeah. Two or so, so, um, so that, that felt livable. Like the, the really four by six, like you're outside a lot. Like you're just using that to sleep, you know, sleep, like, do some stuff. Where do they go? Like, I don't know. What do they do? <laughs> I mean, they were, I mean, just as an observation, like a lot of them just sort of sat and watched us, yeah. you know, the whole time. Yeah. Um, the kids were playing with the the little kids were playing with the little kids
1: that, that we brought with brought, us, right? Yeah. Like the little, which was cool to see, you know, it was two completely different cultures, two completely different yeah. circumstances of children growing up. You know, these kids growing up in the U.S., um, <sighs> you know, having homes, having obviously more than these kids in Mexico. And it, it, it was really neat to see them
0: like just kicking the soccer ball around yeah. or playing with the dogs. It's like very naturally. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't need to, none of the parents went up to their kids and said, Hey, you got to play with these Mexican kids. And yeah, there was no like, introdu- it just sort of happened. yeah, there
1: was no like, Oh, Hey, my name, it, they just started playing. Yeah, pretty it's like much, a universal yeah. language. Like, yeah, let's have some fun. And yeah, which was, that was really
0: nice to see. Um, Did you know how long they were there? Did you ever learn that from Jose? No, no okay i would have been interested to hear how long he was in that house yeah because it was really hard to tell like it could have been anywhere between like a couple years or like six to eight weeks you know yeah
1: i think it must it must be long i i can find out from from the host the donor family from, from, from chris and stuff be
0: kind of interesting
1: it would be interesting
0: um just one other cool sort of element to it was just learning so much so quickly. Mm. The group that we went wasn't as concerned with like, oh, well, you you have to have done it before to do it now. It was very much like, all right, I'm going to teach you some safety on it and then I'm just going to trust that you're going to take it seriously and then I'm going to move on and do my own thing. So, yeah, that was really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mike's Mike was really good at explaining things and, and, and teaching people things, even like the saw like yeah, the, the, yeah. The table, like the cutting, cutting table. Oh, or super cool. Like, um, yeah, because we have all these tools and stuff that 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 Mike brings down and and yeah, he just kind of he kind of just goes for it.
0: Yeah, I learned how to use at least three different tools, four different tools. The nail gun's the fun, huh? The nail gun, the yeah. Nail Learning the fun. nail gun was fun. Had only hammered in nails up until that point, so you just kind of fire it in. So they've been doing this for. 20
1: years or something like that. So they used to just nail things in like, that's what it was. Did you, did you hear that? No. So they used to come when they used to come down with groups, right. Before they, 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 everyone would like, cause it was about more about the experience was that everyone would like get a nail and a hammer and just nail in. Oh yeah. I the, did hear about that the thing or whatever. And then after, even after that, they used to do, think about this building that we all, we used all battery power tools, right? So you could, just bring it wherever, portable. Just boom, boom, boom. All the saws, all the all the nail guns. We were just tossing them up to the roof, just yeah, you know, making it work. And before they used to be, you had they had to be attached, like to to um to like an air an air pump, right? Because oh, that's how those the things power work. Tools. The power tools. So they were all connected to to power, and they were all cord. They, they were never, you know, twenty years ago they weren't. They didn't have batteries Cordless. or whatever. Like, yeah. So he was telling us about that, and 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 Kevin was saying that they that it was it was tough because everything was connected to like some some sort of um kind of cord, and they would have to like you know step over it and imagine being on the roof and yanking on the cord and people on the roof and stuff, and so it took much longer. Much, much longer yeah. back, back then.
0: Yeah. I was very impressed to hear that they had been doing it for 20 years. Yeah. I think it's just a good reminder of like, you never know kind of what's going on and how much yeah. is getting done that you're not even aware of. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah, just, just kind of shocking. Like, oh wow, you've been going after this service project. Like you've been serving the Lord in this way for 20 years and you can look around Los Ninos where we were and see like, a bunch of houses that you've done Mm -hmm. because they're all colored. So, you know exactly which houses.
1: Yeah. It's all these very bright, bright colors because it's the cheapest paint Mm. is is the bright paint. So when you get into Los Ninos, if you ever visit um, or come down with us (laughs) um, to, um, to build these houses, I'll put a, maybe I'll put a link to project mercy or maybe our emails or something on the, on the bio for this this podcast and then we can if you want to come down, um shoot us an email or something. Um but where was I going with this? <clears throat> oh, oh the 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 paint right the
0: paint, and right, the, paint the, the,
1: the the twenty years right that they've been doing this um is just it it's just like it's so crazy like that 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 they've been doing this for so long and over two
0: two hundred and forty houses later they you know they're still they're still yeah. going for it, yeah. And there are other groups that come down too. So it was just—it was very neat to see that this whole sort of community at least was getting taken care of in the sense that they have like stable shelter, you know. So I thought that was pretty unique.
1: Just mm-hmm.
0: so another sort of interesting point is that dealerships, like not the dealerships—that's not a good way to—but the Toyota company. Oh yeah, you know. And just how like Hyundai and Toyota are just there, yeah, and like have very nice facilities, yeah, just in the area, yeah, That so was shocking,
1: yeah. So like if you it was another culture shock,
0: yeah, it was it was
1: kind of a culture shock. So when you when you go down there, there's a the big one is the, the Toyota dealership. Just think of, think of a Toyota like uh, I'm trying to, okay. So like think of an Amazon warehouse in the U S. right, like massive. Buildings everywhere, like they're just a massive operation, right? Hires a lot of people. So Toyota has a factory down by where Los Ninos is. Um, and if you work for Toyota down there, apparently from what the locals were saying is you, you kind of have it made a little bit. You're just like, they, they, they kind of really take care of you. Um, the, the example that kept getting tossed around was um, if you work for Toyota and you get injured, for example, Um, there's no, there's no like insurance thing. There's no healthcare thing that they have. Toyota just pays up front for the bill. So you get hurt really bad and you can just go to the hospital and show your your card. yeah, Yeah. Show your, your card saying you work for Toyota and, and the hospital just bills Toyota directly, which is kind of interesting, like really cool. I think that they do that. um, um, but I'm sure I'm sure there's been a lot of lawsuits here and there, not, not even from the Mexicans, but from like the Americans, like looking into other countries, because that happens a lot, you know, the, the finger, what do you call it, finger wagging? or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. We're just like, oh, you treat those people right and stuff. And so which begs the question, a lot of these companies probably wouldn't have the standards they do in other countries if it wasn't for the U.S., like keeping an eye on them. You know, cause they're, yeah, I'm serious. Like, yeah, they, they wouldn't, sure. you know, like these working conditions. I mean, I don't, I, we didn't go into the factory or anything, so we have no idea what the conditions are like. Yeah. But, um, I think if the U S had, it has anything to do with it, I'm sure the conditions are somewhat acceptable.
0: Yeah. I, it's just, it's weird to see just this, you know, very well structured building next to all of these homes
1: yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it's it it is kind of weird. There's also like like WalMarts and stuff down there that kind of just they just stand out like sore thumbs.
0: Yeah, it's Be- really weird because you
1: have like these little even on the more even on the more popular streets that are that have buildings that are you know well built or whatever. Like oh, like there's like a an actual taco stand, like an actual taco store, or or a little market, or like their gas stations, right? Like. They're much different from the little homes that we pass by, but then like, then there's a Walmart
0: and it's like, oh, this is different. Like this yeah. is, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. And then there, there are also, I mean, when we were in Tecate much later, there were some pretty nice restaurants or at least it kind of looked like that. The downtown area. Yeah. The downtown area yeah. where we got tacos. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's a really interesting question of, I don't know. Well, okay. But I do think, well, one thing that I had heard one time, because the benefits obviously of Toyota are, you know, you can get medical insurance and stuff if yeah. you're you're hurt or whatever. So that's really yeah. good. I'd also heard though, when a whole like society, not that a whole society is necessarily doing this, but like you're working at Toyota and just tons of people's livelihoods are completely dependent on this outside force. And then all of a sudden, maybe it's just not the best move for Toyota. And then let's say they leave. It's like, that whole economy just got crushed you know so like I, i'm not saying that toyota being there is a bad thing or all of those people getting their insurance is a bad thing but i do find it kind of fascinating like the phenomenon of like this outside company coming in and being like the savior for a cup for like a group of people yeah and then them sort of being like de- very dependent on toyota for their livelihood yeah um, i mean I, again not not a bad thing just an observation
1: yeah And I don't, I don't don't think, yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. I'm sure like, I'm just like looking, it's a massive, like, yeah, it is huge. huge. Are you looking at her? Yeah.
0: Oh, no, you're not. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. 350,000 square feet, 700 acres employing 700 people. Yeah. It's just like, again, nothing wrong with, you know, a company per se coming in and, taking care of the people in the area, giving them jobs. Like, oh, that's really great. It's just, like, just weird. Very weird. Like, oh, millions and millions of dollars being put into this. And,
1: and apparently they, they only manufacture the Tacomas there. It's, like, very niche. <laughs> it's, like, this this facility is to build the Tacomas. Nice. The best Toyota car. Heck, yeah. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the the Rav the Ravs are pretty good too. Yeah, it just lasts forever. These cars.
0: Man. Well, the Camrys are also really good. They just don't die. I like Camrys a lot. Yeah. Um. Anyways, it yeah, is, it is just weird, weird to see distribution of wealth like that, and like the distribution of power. I think is also just like things that are striking to me as someone that cares about like I don't know. Economics. I mean, I think I think
1: I think I think it's a. I think you could argue that it's definitely a greater good that they're there. I would say because yes. There's a community that's impo- I mean yeah. I'm sure th- I'm sure Toyota has numbers on it, like how much they've helped the community, you know. And yeah. and, and you know, these big companies always do these service projects and yeah. feeding the homeless and which all this aren't other bad stuff. things. No. I, I, I do think it's it's probably best. Be- it's better, I think, that Toyota is there than if they weren't there, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: I think so. I, I think just because that's just how our societies operate now is we have these huge sort of companies that, you know, help stabilize communities in the way that, like, we've got grocery stores and Escondido, mm-hmm. and we don't have a lot of, like, local stuff. Well, we do have a lot of local stuff here, but, like, they're just, they're there, they're taking care of stuff. If they can't sort of pay their mortgage there or they find better opportunities, they they go, mm-hmm. and you can maybe argue that that's kind of unfair to the community that they are like currently in and I think that's an interesting argument but it's like well they're there right now and that's just kind of what we've accepted and um, it's helping a lot of people so like why why get all upset about it I think is kind of what I would th- say about it
1: yeah and I think I mean I mean these companies go down there because it's cheaper it's right cheaper like like it's like if you know let's be completely honest if Toyota started a plant in san diego oh my god it would cost i mean you would have to pay at least minimum wage right and and then on top of that you have to you know compete with someone like amazon who pays more than a minimum wage right for people who pack boxes right they pay 17 dollars an hour sometimes you know even more amazon gives great health care like they give you time off paid like tons of paid time off and stuff like that maternity care paternity care all those things so so Amazon can do it because they're the richest company in the world probably right now. Maybe Alibaba is more more <laughs> profitable than them, but but I think Amazon is definitely top two or three. Mm. Um so Toyota for Toyota I mean, I don't I don't think Toyota could, could compete with with that. So so they of course they go to places like Mexico where you can I mean the living wage was I forget,
0: Kevin said something, eighty bucks an hour? I mean eighty bucks a week. So Kevin said that fifty bucks would be about a week's wage. Oh my gosh, which is crazy to think
1: about. Fifty bucks? I'm going to a Padres game tonight, guys, (laughs) and my tickets were forty three dollars. See, and this is a week's wage. this is what it does. It's like when you hear that and you think about that. It's like, what am I? Not what am I doing? Like I have a different. A little bit though. A little bit. It's like I have a different life, right? I, I I've been blessed with the things that I have, right? I can. I can afford to 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 like. Go to a Padres game, right? And 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 spend that time with 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 my wife and and a friend we're going with. But my ticket was forty three dollars. Yeah, yeah. And and their their yeah. wage for the week is fifty dollars. Like, yeah, it just changes.
0: I mean, it just really affects how you see these things. Yeah, I just I think, again, without trying, because I I can get kind of extremist, like really wanting what do you what do you mean like extremists being like well like where can we as like catholics cut costs in our own lives and stuff and like where do we where do we start you know yeah which is a question i'm i'm currently thinking about and think i'm doing better than i did a year ago and so it's like well how much are sports games worth you know in total um Mm I, th- I think is an interesting question. Like w- what subscriptions are you willing to sacrifice? Um, Like, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I do think an easy cut is just excess like sure. food that you know, you're going to throw away, like being better about like buying food and like not trying to overstock all the time just to make sure you have enough and then throw away some. Maybe it's better to try and find like a golden mean of sorts or mm-hmm. even trying to go like a little under what maybe you, you think maybe you need and, be smarter about your eating habits. I have no idea. Um, I think, I think also just being grateful, like just like I'm
1: waking up that Sunday, like yeah. we went on Saturday and I woke yeah. up on Sunday and I, I was just awake in my bed, like looking up and I was like, Oh my God, like this room, yeah. just this
0: room alone. Yeah. Like your bedroom, you my mean my bedroom. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like I was so happy. I was like, Oh my gosh, thank, yeah. thank you Lord. Because like we have this, I have this nice bed that we yeah. have. We have these chairs, like I can hang pictures up, mm-hmm. you know,
0: and buy pictures. Buy pictures. They don't like, have mirrors. They didn't they, they have no mirrors in their like. New I went house, to the bathroom. Like,
1: I went to the bathroom and I flushed. Like I flushed the toilet. Like yeah, they can't do that. I know. And so when that happened, I remember this priest once told me he would do mission trips in Haiti. Mm. And he he said that after these mission trips or whatever, he would write down on in his like journal or whatever, like all the things he was grateful for. And he said the, the list was pages and pages and pages long so when you when you have that kind of kind of mindset like you like thank you for this pillow thank you for this frame thank you for this little plant that i have thank you for allowing me to walk more than 10 steps and still be in my house like still be in my apartment like so the list just goes forever coffee water um the clothes, like the closet I have that's full of shoes and cl- like, yeah. it's just endless the amount of things that like we have.
0: Yeah, I would say, I would probably say two things. Um, the first one being like, if you don't do a lot of sacrificial things, if you don't sacrifice your time or your money or your talents. Um, if you're not fasting, um, not praying, like you won't recognize how to be grateful very well, like the the idea of being grateful, I think will be far removed from you because it'll become so commonplace that you won't even really think about other people and what they're going through, um, which makes it very hard to be grateful. So I don't know. I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I continue to learn as I continue to try and get better at those things is like you won't recognize what you don't need and you won't recognize that you should be grateful until you start sacrificing things. So I, I think that's an important thing, and then I also think that, like, we would have more beauty in the world if we like made our lives less like busied or complex or unpredictable or like having too much at home, um, too much stuff. Um, so much just goes into storage, you know. There's lots of funny jokes. I don't know I heard a funny joke last time about like like a big big building a big concrete building eventually no matter what you designed it for it becomes storage after a certain point it's like (laughs) like, I just find that very funny and it's like what do you do with that storage it's like we've got so much trash we don't even know what to do with it like it's this like like so much time goes into like figuring out what to do with our trash because we produce so much I yeah so like not to say that like we like again like you just produce trash that's just how the world works but like if, if only we could just, you know, have a little bit less trash and like be a little bit more minimalistic while still being beautiful. Cause minimalism is, I think, anti-beauty a little bit, you know, um, uh, not, not no, like no, fully, I, I, but no I agree with you. Yeah, I think
1: there's some, there's some minimalist artists that I think are pretty cool, but
0: yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, you obviously you want to be minimalist in the sense that you don't want to have too many clothes or yeah. too much going on at your house or whatever, but yeah. Just like be a little bit of a minimalist. Don't produce so much garbage. Like you will actually live a more beautiful life if you yeah. do that. Um, there is a trend
1: among young people to, well, no, maybe, maybe young Catholics, not, not young people at large, but um, Like young Catholic families. Yeah. Young Catholic families to like kind of try to to do like at least at least the young Catholic families that I'm yeah yeah exactly (laughs) I was about to say that composting that's exactly what I was gonna say (laughs) there's like a lot of young at least the young Catholic families we hang out with um like in 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 the parish that that we go to right is is there's kind of like this vibe I feel like where it's very um not homesteading, but the homesteading mentality. Yeah, you know where like,
0: it's like like aspects of homesteading. Abso-
1: yeah, exactly. And and kind of we're all in this together. We have to. There's always this this um this thought in the back of your of your mind of what is the greater good. Even if you're not ho- like living with other people per se, you're living in your own home, but you you make decisions based off of not just you and your family, but how it's going to affect the families in your community, the families in your parish, you know, your friends, your family. So, yeah, I think that's a really important kind of thought process to have.
0: Yeah. And then there was one other thing I wanted to say. Um, Oh, um, once you give stuff up, like especially things that you think that you shouldn't have, you have to stick with it like, like it's, it, it'd be a bummer to like go back and forth, like, oh, I'm going to compost. And then you like fall away from your hopes to be a good composter. You're like, oh, I should go back to it, you know? And then you go back and then you go there and back and there and back. And it's just this flip floppy thing. I think when trying to give things up, there should be a, a hope to stick with it, you know, for amount of time, as seems reasonable. And I think sometimes when, you have these impulses, at least I do to like, just give it all away. Like you just give it all away. Like live off the land, like whatever. Yeah. Not that I would do this in a big way. Cause I wouldn't be leaving like my community or my home or anything. But like, if, if I ever have this desire to just like give it all up, it's like, well, can I, can I keep it away from me for the rest of my life or until I hit like a really big change in my life where I can kind of add it back? It's like, like, you have to kind of go in with a plan. Like, are you only going to give it up for, you know, a year and just really, like, live there for a year and then slowly add things back on? Or are you trying to give something up and then, like, keep it away from you? Like, making those distinguishers and, like, actually sticking to them, I think it's important. Um, and it's important to continue to think about these things. Um, or else you'll just become complacent and then you ultimately won't be grateful, which I think is the fruit of, like, good living, you know, gratefulness. Yeah,
1: gratitude. Yeah, gratitude. Gratitude,
0: I don't think gratefulness is a is gratefulness a word. Um I know gratitude no. is I think gratitude
1: <laughs> is a word, so we'll stick with that one. <laughs> okay. Um Sounds yeah, funny. I think yeah, like if you yeah, and then and then that's why the, I think these trips are such a good
0: Oh yeah. there's boost super for your gratitude like yeah. how
1: like if you're you know feeling like you've been prideful lately or just ungrateful or whatever it is, like Go on one of these trips and oh my, it just—I mean, at least it floors me. It's like oh my gosh, like wh- why am I, co- why do I complain so much? Like I, have, yeah, I'm, I am fine.
0: I'm so fine. I'm like, yeah. And I, I didn't want to go on this trip. Yeah. Like you could probably guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't want to go for two reasons. One because like I didn't want to leave my family. I like, I like my family. And then two, oh I get God. car sick, so <laughs> I was not, I did not want to go. I was like looking for. Like reasons to get out of it. Like even even in the morning, I was like, oh man, if my son just becomes a hot mess, you know, at like four a.m. or four fifteen, I'm, I'm just gonna take care of him, like <laughs> as a good dad would. But nothing happened, so I was forced to go, and it was really good. And I and I found when I woke up the next day, I was exhausted and I was I was hurting. But if I if I'm consistent in these sorts of things, then it'll start to become more commonplace, and I won't get destroyed. You, you know, so yeah, don't let that be an excuse. Um, but I just felt more real, like just more connected to reality, a little bit more grounded, less like in the cloud, you know, not the clouds, but just the cloud, like just just technology just sort of beating down on me because, um, I, you know, I drive in my car to work. I, I leave, you know, a lot is like me, like I'm doing it, you know, yeah. I'm there and it's all sort of together. It all makes sense. It's just like routine. And then here I am like stress that I'm going to get sick as I'm being driven somewhere. And then I'm learning all these things and it's all different. It's a different kind of day. I'm forced to just kind of eat whatever's given me versus like, I have a choice, you know, yeah. and all the food that I ate down in Mexico was really, really good. But still, it's just like, like when you take your will out of it a little bit and do something um, that you devote, you know, time and energy to that's out of charity, like all of a sudden, you just feel more real, you know, less like a god and more like a man. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a very, yeah, it's it's, it's really
1: weird. It's really, yeah. I I can see why they're like these families who've been doing it for twenty plus years do it. It's it teaches it teaches you so much,
0: like you know, and and their kids are coming to it too, and and don't complain. They don't. Complain, I heard yeah. I heard like one complaint probably the whole time, and it was a complaint about. Doing like a certain work, yeah. you know, versus yeah. another. Yeah. So it's like even like they've they've even sort of come to this idea of like, no, I wanna grow in this, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. I want not, not like, oh, I don't want to do it, you know. Yeah. It's I wanna do this thing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think the next time I go, I like really wanna I think if we, we like if I lean into create building those walls again, I wanna like I wanna be the one that's like, all right, like let's let's get this done and 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 maybe Mike can focus on something else. You know, and I'm just like, All right, I know how to do this now. It's my third time.
0: Like, I yeah. think I think we can do it. Um, and that's fun, too. That's also very fun. To have, can, like, a bunch of veterans. Yeah. They just yeah. do it.
1: Yeah. They were telling us this story about this, this guy, Robert, right? Roberto, who goes down with this, just one other man. It's yeah, just two dudes, two and they dudes. knock out a house in a day.
0: Yeah. Like... like 13 like 14 8 hours to 10 hours. Oh yeah, maybe maybe a little yeah. bit later, yeah. yeah. They
1: just build the house and we had 25 people took us 8 hours and yeah. these guys do it in just they, them two. They
0: don't paint it, but still. But still. Like <laughs> it's super impressive. Yeah. So they've they've just built they build every weekend. They just go for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's super valuable. Yeah. So I don't know, any other thing you want to say about like the building time there and just that and or do you want to get up to the convent?
1: Um i mean i think the the very last thing that that was like noteworthy for me was just the family afterwards you know like after we had built the house and turned in the keys or given them the key, the keys they were just you know overwhelmed with emotion and were crying and and just so obviously just so grateful you know that 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 they're able to live and you know live in a new kind of an, a new home, you know, and, 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 um, so it was just really powerful to see. And, and obviously you feel good. Like, I don't, I'm not saying that's why you do it, right? You do it for, because you, you want to be charitable, right? To, you know, it's, a, it's a work of mercy. Yeah. Corporal. Corporal work of yeah. mercy, you know, doing these things. And, and so that's why you do it, right? You, you're, as, as Catholics, we believe that when we do these, these corporal works of mercy, right? That the Lord the Lord blesses that, right, for the people we're doing it with, right, but also for our own souls, right, and our own salvation, you know, and, and, and storing treasure in heaven for us, right? So so that's why we do these corporal works of mercy. It's not for the good feeling we get, right? But the good feeling does come, you know. I mean, seeing that family, just the kids up in the loft running around. Yeah, being really the, cute. The mom and mm-hmm. the dad, like, crying because now they have this, ma- like, compar- comparatively speaking, massive house. Um is it was very yeah it was, it was it was awesome it was really 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 fun to be able to do that for them so that was like my last reflection and then we we took off and uh got some food and not before though
0: yeah before we went to the convent yeah and i was reflecting on the convent and kind of what that experience kind of was to me and i honestly felt like like in lord of the rings like going to Lothlorien <laughs> with like the elves and just sort of like driving up and they're just all like chilling. They're all just you know? chilling, yeah. Yeah, it was just super funny. Yeah,
1: we had to like go up this. So, so there's a convent that, that this guy who leads these groups, Mike, has gotten very close to. He has the key to so their convent. To the, to the convent, <laughs> like the gates to get in. So funny. So it's on this hill with a beautiful view. Oh my goodness. It's just beautiful view of, of the city there and and you drive up and and it the 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 buildings are well kept well built you know beautiful gardens like statues just yeah a really awesome definitely a contrast definitely a contrast definitely yeah. a contrast really really awesome convent right um so we 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 dropped off some stuff for them and kind of hung out but it was kind of going up into this mystical yeah. experience especially
0: <laughs> during the rosary that we prayed like it really started to set in then yeah like listening to all the music they played yeah and then just watching more sisters come in like they were just constantly just yeah. coming in like more and more it was like how many sisters are here you I know think there, was,
1: there like was 15 of them and to- they weren't all there but mm-hmm. i think there were 10 that were there yeah. probably i think and i think in total the
0: community is like 15 we started with like three and then they're just like drawn to the music you know yeah. it's just really interesting they loved it
1: yeah, and they, yeah. they were all, I mean, there were some old ones, but they were pretty young. Yeah, they were super young. They were pretty young, which is always a good sign, right, for mm-hmm. a religious order. Yeah,
0: that they're a half-decent religious order. Yeah, that the, yeah exactly, <laughs> that, that the young, I think, I think is a, is a big tell for sure. Um, yeah. I think, too, just, like, she wasn't saying anything during, like, the meditations for the rosary that were, like, particularly profound. Like, I've, I've heard them all before, but... I think it was a good reminder for me, especially after like being there with those folks and like, yeah, like those folks, despite not having the ones that we built the house for, they don't have, you know, the same access to like books and studies that I did. Um, But they can still be really, really good Catholics if they were in fact Catholic. Um, But just the idea of like what she had talked about was pretty much all you really need to be a good Catholic. And I think it's really easy to kind of get lost in the weeds of even like non-controversial biblical studies or (laughs) like just catechism kind of studies or whatever. Like like, there's nothing wrong with any of that. But like just so you know, you don't really need to know a ton of it to be a good Catholic. Like you only need to know these sort of basic ideas of like what the church is to you as a parishioner, as the laity, um, who Jesus is to you, and then just some recognition of like the saints that are like dominant in your area, like just whatever the Catholic culture is in your area. Yeah, at that point you're, you're pretty much good. Just like a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: what, what her reflections were, were three words. She says for this rosary, she said, I want you to remember three words, love God and yeah, or that love, God and neighbor. She said four words. Oh, but, four words. Yeah, but, she said
0: four. But she said, "But love God, neighbor." Was yeah, like something the, like that. Yeah, love
1: yeah. God, neighbor. That's yeah. what it was, right? So, which is the pin, like the kind of like the the nut of our yeah. of our faith, right? This is the two greatest commandments, right? The, the old law being perfected in this one kind of sentence that Jesus said, right? Um, the law. Yeah. So. So it was kind of like the what the nutshell of our faith is is loving God and loving your neighbor, right? And Christ obviously perfecting that with his death on the cross, um, fulfilling the Father's will perfectly, but then also saving us at the same time. So loving his neighbor, then loving his Father as well. Um, which is going to happen this Friday. It's a Good Friday this Friday. Yes. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, so we were in Holy
1: Week. Yeah, it's Holy Week right now, man. So, um, yeah, I think I think the convent was, it was awesome. Like, it was Mm -hmm. great to see all the sisters, so joyful, so happy that we were there. We prayed a rosary with them. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. It was great.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, you you hear a lot of stuff. Well, I've heard a good bit of stuff recently about, well, like, like what are they doing up there? Like these nuns, like what value are they offering? Like just people not understanding what it means to be, like a celibate. What, what do you What do you mean? Like so? What do you mean? Like like these specific nuns or just nuns in general? In general. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah. So just nuns in general. Like what? What are these nuns doing? You know, <laughs> like. Like, saving your soul bro yeah like <laughs> exactly and and just you know there's this there's this particular ethic that that gets summed up as like well you know you you should get married um and have kids and devote your time to like service and then if you're you know not married for whatever reason you you devote yourself to some like good job that you have or good work or whatever. And then I can see like the productivity, but like you should get married, you know, is kind of the idea. Yeah. Um. But then it sort of counterbalanced with like what seems to be a very authentic joy among celibate contemplatives, like yeah. very authentic joy. Like they seem very happy there and they're not I don't know how missionary they are, but let's just say they're not missionary or whatever, and they're just contemplatives, which which I I have no idea. Like, like they are just fine up there, being absolutely joyful, and yeah. I, like obviously you need to do like a deep psychological study or whatever to like really make sure they are joyful. But yeah. it's like you go up there and you you feel like you're around a bunch of like angels a little bit. Yeah, you no know, it was. they were just. Yeah, very it was joyful. Weird. And it, if you take it at face value, if you want right. to get all like weird about it and like cryptic, like, oh, maybe they're not actually, but like at face value, it's like, oh yeah. So joyful.
1: It was interesting too because like the sun was setting, we were all tired. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, a, it was very much like where the elves were in Lord <laughs> of the Rings. It was just like the sun was setting, like the, the the heat of the day had like turned into this cool kind of breeze.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we put our jackets back on. Yeah, we put our
1: ja- It was just... It was very, it was very different, very interesting, kind of to, to be there in that moment, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, when they said bye to it, they all like lined up outside to like wave
0: bye to us. Yeah, it was ring, really cute. ringing
1: their community bell. Like bye. Yeah,
0: it was ding, really ding, ding, cute. Ding. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, like they weren't trying to prove anything to no, us. They yeah. were just trying to like like they just played like they just knew how to be charitable hosts mm-hmm. you know they were good at it they were really they were good great at, at it. it yeah they were great hosts i wasn't i was kind of ready to like go home like i didn't really want to go see the nuns cuz i'm like all right i need food. <laughs> so we're going to stop by and get food and then we're just going to go home. Like, yeah, And yeah. I'm someone that loves Catholicism, but I, I, I just kind of wanted to go home. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if you felt the same oh, way, totally. but just like, Absolutely. no, I, I do not want to go to the tired. nuns. Yeah. I got yeah. burned. Yeah. I got ro-
1: I didn't put sunscreen on like a dummy and I was just yeah. my arms were hurting because I was roasted. I was
0: tired because we've been building this house all day and they're yeah. like, let's go see the nuns. like, oh like, like you gotta gosh. be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I was <laughs> thinking on the way, but I'm like, you know, I'm not going to be bitter about it, of course. So I'm just gonna enjoy it so um <laughs> i get there though and like it was it might have been the highlight for me like yeah. there were there were probably different highlights but like whatever like the closest that tears were brought to my eyes that whole day was like the music that they were singing. Yeah. Not the experience building, not the family being sad, w- which were all like very beautiful moments. But like, what that struck me song, was the music. That
1: first one yeah. was so good. Yeah. The first one. It was it, a Latin. Doing, it was a it was a Latin hymn. They were doing, doing like, like harmonies. harmonies. Yeah. yeah. Oh.
0: It was so good. It was very good. I was just like, oh. <laughs> so it's just it's just funny what touches the human heart, and it wasn't like the. It touched my heart, like their their living situation, of course. But what touched my heart more than anything was was just these, you know, celestial nuns.
1: You know? Yeah. Other other, other yeah, world. Exactly. Very interesting. Cool. Um And uh, yeah, I think after that we went to a very authentic little street street taco little shop and mm-hmm. ate to our heart's content. It was so funny, like Taylor they, they drank, uh, three sodas. No,
0: no. I Two two and like a fourth or something. Two and a or fourth. Like a, My bad. I didn't finish the fan, Fanta. I gave it to Emmanuel. Oh, okay. But I drank a whole Sprite and a whole Mexican Coke and I never drink soda. It just it just felt like a celebration. It I think was that's what totally it a cool. celebration. Yeah. Yeah, like everything's just getting thrown on our table. You know, it's just thrown on our... There's tons of tacos, tons of burritos. Burritos. And, it was really oh, cool. It was great. And like it felt like a celebration. And it, it was really cool for me at least just like I was there and I didn't want it to end, but I was content with sort of how it closed. Yeah. You, you know, like I think that's what a celebration should be like. It's something that like you shouldn't stress about as like, oh, like I must have as much fun as possible. Or like this is like the one time I get to and then I get to go back to reality. Like I I better enjoy this. It was more of just like, a, oh, well, I'm here. Like it's being presented to me and I'm just, I'm just enjoying myself very naturally. Yeah. Kind of going back to the idea that I had mentioned earlier about like, you're just, you just feel grounded in the earth after doing things like this. You just feel in touch with the world. And I think that's what made the eating experience so valuable to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was, it was great. It was good food too. Like there were good tacos. Yeah. They were really good. They were good tacos.
0: Yeah, Yeah. The bean and cheese... That was that was a scary burrito though. But it was good. I was looking at it and I was like, "No, man." It was heavy. No, it was just like beans, so and much cheese, cheese and cheese. Because yeah. oh, so I feel like good. the meat kind of like balances things out. There yeah. was no meat in that one, man. It was yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> but
1: the end of the day was good. We got back in the vans and the trucks and mm. made our way down. That it was, was like, fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. We went to the you know waiting at the border is always is a is a is a whole experience in and yeah. of itself. If you've never been down to Mexico on the way back, <laughs> the border wait is, I think the fastest I've gone through the border is an hour and a half. But it's usually close to, between two and three hours is usually what, what the, the normal, I think, time is, especially on the weekends. Crazy. Um, we got kind of lucky that that it wasn't longer than, I think we waited for two hours and 15 minutes or something. At like most. That. Yeah. So, but th- it, that that's also fun. I, I bought some things on the border I needed to buy, you know. <laughs> you were <and>
0: like, <laughs> Eliezer, <laughs> he, was, he was like, we're looking for these things. Yeah, I like passed Keep the picture. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like pulled
1: out my phone and like put the pictures of what the things that I needed or so wanted, funny. I guess. Uh, it's cooking, these like cooking things that, that I wanted, right? Because I do taco nights at our apartment. Me and Becca, my wife do that. And so... So we wanted these things to kind of make it more kind of authentic, right? And so so it was funny. We were all looking for and then Emmanuel, Emmanuel Zavala, the goat, he would like, he like, he just went for it. Like we oh, there it is, there it is. And he just like jumped out of the van, just like started like haggling the guy
0: like (laughs) So funny. It's like it's like a mix of like thrilling. It's like a thrilling experience being in line, especially if you get out of your car. Yeah. Like that's when it gets thrilling. It's like you feel like you're at like a like a uh, like a circus or something. You know, you feel like you're at a circus. It's wild. But then it's also terrifying, like depressing. Because there's like these people like shooting fire out of their mouths and stuff. Yeah. And like putting gasoline in their mouths and shooting fire out. And then there's like these yeah. women that are just like doing these like step dances and stuff. And it's like, this is so weird. And then there's this guy like singing music and playing guitar, hoping for money. And all these people in these stands. Like it's, it was a pretty depressing experience for me. Like you... There's something very wrong with what happens at the border, in my opinion.
1: I mean, they they're, they're, they're trying. These people are trying to make a living. Yeah, you know, they're, they're and that's what make, it is. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. They're and trying like, to make money. And
0: I'm just as disturbed as that as I am. You know, the other things that I saw. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's just it's a very weird world, and it, it it helps me remember how grateful I am that there are like labor laws and stuff, and like like in the U.S. or whatever. Yeah, and you can like use like the government is actually there to help protect. Like you, you know, and like yeah, the and courts the government are there. and the government
1: will like. I mean, I mean, this might not be the best thing, but like the government will give you money, like if you're like like subsidized, yeah, to, to a certain extent, yeah. right? They'll
0: give you. There's its own drawbacks to that. And sure, stuff, totally. But but like
1: you, you can like you can apply for stuff like unemployment or like, like money for housing or or, or food stamps, right? Here and and I don't know if they they can down there, right? And it's, uh yeah, it's just uh, really.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a disturbing sight because it's like if I don't give money to this fire guy like if I give money to him he's gonna keep going and like get more money if I don't give it to him then like where is he gonna eat and it's yeah. like stop putting yourself in that position fire guy like yeah like what do you want me to do with you like you're <laughs> destroying yourself like yeah he's putting gas in this mo- oh, man yeah it was weird yeah it so w- it was a little strange yeah sure I think I think it was a really great you know moment like I, I can get you know, upset with kind of the way America's going and like all the evils in America and abortion is obviously like still the biggest issue of all time in America, which is a huge problem. And there's like these huge holes, but like just being super duper thankful that America has what it has and takes care of you. Yeah. Like very much like you, you're very taken care of here on multiple levels. And so I think as like a young person that, you know, can get idealistic sometimes and want to call out injustices, it's always important to Remember to take the conservative route of like, wow, like look how much is good and like shouldn't be changed. Yeah. Like let's just no, like ground ourselves in that definitely, first. Definitely, definitely. And then we can kinda go from there with regards to change and live out our idealism. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was
1: super interesting. But we made it back.
0: We did. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, and we got uh, wrecked the next day. We
1: did. We rested and mm-hmm. and here we are.
0: Yep. So great. Um we're
1: we're kind of there, huh? We're kind of there. Yeah. Um, I'll try to like put like a link to this project mercy thing that you guys can check out. Um, maybe they have a website and an Instagram page or so. Um, but if not, maybe I'll add our emails to see if anyone wants to come on this, the next trip we're going to, we're trying yeah. to do once a month, I think, <coughs> or something like that. So yeah, I
0: think if we could do once a month, it'd be awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, great. Closing close in prayer here? Yeah, yeah, sure. Do you want to close the sure. in prayer?
1: In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for um, the many blessings and graces that you give us each day. Thank you for all the things we have and the uh, possibilities and opportunities that we are given um, here. Um, we ask you to continue to guide us, especially during this time uh, of, of Holy Week as we head into the Triduum. Um, continue to reflect. um when you're suffering and to continue to be with you um, during this very, very holy time. We ask all of this in your name. Amen. 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 Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Great. Thanks, guys. See you next time.
0: Bye.